0: Welcome back and thank you for tuning into my podcast, Under the Red and White Carpet. I'm Molly McEwen. In this podcast, I will be discussing social issues in Calgary that our citizens have recognized and experienced being exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. We constantly hear from the people who are running the COVID show about what they are doing to protect us and how important our city's essential workers are and how much they are appreciated. But at some point, thank yous become empty, as if we were trying to put a band aid on an injury that needs stitches. These people who are towing the pandemic line and are deemed the heroes fighting the virus are facing their own social issues on a daily basis that aren't being highlighted enough with no real solutions being offered to fix the problems that they continue to experience. I'll be introducing my guests under an alias so their identities and livelihoods are protected. For this podcast, I've invited S to join me. S is not an essential worker, but is an active senior in Calgary is involved in several community-serving organizations, including being the president of the St. Vincent de Paul Food Drive at St. Gerard's Catholic Church. She is also an educational employee at Heritage Park and has recently become a candidate for the OATT organization in Calgary. Thank you for joining me. So I wanted to start with uh, asking you about being the president of the St. Vincent de Paul Food Drive at your church. With the holiday season being affected by the pandemic, do you,
1: have you seen any changes in regards to donations for the food drives and why do you think that might be? We certainly have. We have a food drive every October that our Knights of Columbus sponsor. This year we got more food and more gift cards than we've ever had in the past. I think people are becoming more and more aware of what's going on around them and the people that are in need. And now we've had more help from the schools. This week we have to go to another parish who's had too much food and they want to give some of it to us because we're one of the parishes that's going to be handing out food rather than just gift cards this winter. So yes, we've noticed a huge difference in the charity and the and the wonderful people that give things to us to pass on
0: well that's great for some reason i suspected that there might be a drop in donations with people being laid off but it sounds like you know that canadian spirit has survived a little bit and people have been giving more which is great i thought it would have been the other way around so that's really a positive thing to hear so yeah moving on to my next question uh during the pandemic and it, all its restrictions it seems that you've managed to maintain an active and busy schedule like a bit like you had before but for, from your perspective, how do you think other seniors have been managing so far during this time you know, of isolation and obviously mental health suffering, if you could talk a little bit about that?
1: I can only speak for the people that I know, and, and generally speaking, some of the people that I work with on, on St. Vincent de Paul, and we're able to stay busy, and, and I am a bridge player, so I like <laughs> playing online bridge. But yes, I've noticed a couple of friends, and one in particular, who's used to going away to the south for the winter, and <laughs> she can't, and so she's been struggling with with well, how to fill her time and how to be here in the cold for the winter. And and so people have to find... I've seen several of my friends have taken up their knitting and, and mm-hmm. producing all kinds of crocheted items. And people find ways to stay busy, but it, it is hanging heavy for quite a few seniors that I know. I think they're they're trying hard, but it's harder, definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you think
0: there are enough outlets for because there's lots of outlets for young people who are have suffering from mental health like we get all those kind of advertisements that say please talk to someone there's lots of helplines and things you can
1: call is there any outlet outlets like that that are advertised for seniors at all it's interesting because I just got asked this past week to put my name forward to be on a board at the city that for Age-Friendly Calgary, and that's mm-hmm. what they're attempting to do. They're attempting to make Calgary a more age-friendly city, and it's. I think they're, they're reaching out, and, and so I think they're trying very hard. There are things out there. The trick is always to match the people with mm-hmm. the services, and that sometimes takes an advocate, someone that they meet, a social worker, someone that can advocate on their behalf, to put the two together and i was on the board at southwest communities resource center and that's part of their mandate is to match people with services so i just hope i know some of the services are there we just have to hope that the people find them or someone helps them find them
0: well that's good that they're trying to that they're not leaving that to um to you know fester on its own that they're trying to get something Mm -hmm. going which is good to hear so in your personal experience how how's your experience been how have you been feeling during this time
1: I'm okay and that's because I'm I'm used to being alone I've been on my own now my husband passed away 11 years ago so I'm pretty used to this uh, I think it would be very hard for someone I've had friends who've lost people right in the middle of this that must be really hard but my days are not that different I don't go out and about that much but you still have lots of calls to make emails to do and family to keep in touch with so I haven't noticed a huge difference all I've noticed is I don't use as much gas <laughs> but uh, but in the end but I I, I'm very fortunate to have enough things to do. And I, I would love, I would much rather play bridge in person, but mm-hmm. we get to do it online and that works. And so you have to find other ways to make it work. So know myself, I'd say I'm doing okay. Yeah, thank you. That's good to hear. So
0: you, were, you worked at Heritage Park before, yes. And you were laid off during this pandemic. Has that have had an effect on you during this? Like, are you looking to have that back as soon as possible?
1: You bet. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I miss? It's because you miss people, but I was working in the education department and when we're in the way, I'm all, I have lots of contact with older people, just a couple of young grandkids, but I do really miss spending time with the children. It makes your life much more interesting if you can talk to young people and see what's going on in their world. And I don't have a lot of contact. So yes, when the when we get the green light, I definitely will be going back.
0: That's great, um, and so obviously churches aren't aren't in session right now. Are you guys doing anything to? Um Keep, to keep that stuff going for the people who really enjoy going to service and
1: um, having that in their lives, what's, what's going on in that department? The truth is our church is having a service on Sunday one on Thursday and one on Friday. They're very careful and li- very limited numbers and of course masked and everything and then for other people who can't go, like I watched this morning on Zoom, you can watch on Zoom, you can watch on YouTube. We have a wonderful man in our parish who set everything up we've even had some Zoom meetings with the children and so what we would have done without zoom I have no (coughs) idea but it's been so they keep in a close contact and now they've just set up a program and we've been asked to help out they're going to try and contact each parishioner just to see how they're doing wish them Merry Christmas just see how they're doing if they need anything at all they want to keep in touch and I think a lot of organizations have been trying to do that to phone people and just let them know that people are thinking about them
0: That's great. Nice supportive environment that you get to work in that you get to live in daily. So that's, that's great to hear. Um, So churches, obviously people go there for many reasons, you know, for their, for their faith and for guidance, for help. And do like social issues obviously may be a part of why people need to go to church and why that would make them feel better. So because it is limited, like the people who can go and their access to that, have you seen any social issues and, you know, exacerbated or exaggerated during this from your perspective?
1: From my perspective I haven't. The one thing I have seen is socially is more caring like people are do seem to care more they're more aware. Uh, you don't see it just go in and out like they, you can tell that they're wondering how so and so is doing like they're very very aware and I think the caring has really been, you can see it on television when you see how the nice things that people have done for their neighbours and for their friends. I think we're seeing a whole lot more of that. So socially I I think we're much more responsible right now. That's a, that's an interesting perspective
0: because my uh, my other two interviews are seeing you're seeing a much more positive side than they are, which is which is good to hear. I didn't expect to have such a, a positive interview, so this is good to hear that things are not as um, as bleak as some like to seem. Though. That's a nice attitude to have. Um, do you think that your your more positive outlook and um, you know, a little bit more tougher approach as in like to keep doing what I like to do, keep being active about this, don't let this get me down. Is that a perspective shared by many or do you find that you're a little bit alone in that respect?
1: I don't think so. I live in in a building. It's not a senior's building, Mm -hmm. but I live, most of the people that live there are a little older. And a lady phoned me this morning to ask me about a book she'd like to get with me, know someone who wrote a book and illustrated it. She has had two different people in the building. She lives alone. One man helped her get her giant Christmas tree Mm -hmm. up to her place and set up. Another couple came last night and set up all her lights for her. So people are doing more. That's what I see. But that's where I live. I guess I'm seeing that people are stepping out and doing more, so that's the, that's why I have this positive attitude. Those are the things I'm hearing.
0: That's nice because lots of people are worried about. You know, everyone feels isolated, and a lot, but you're seeing you're seeing more of a more of an out, outreach from people rather than letting that isolation get to them or keep everybody separated. You're seeing people actually fighting against that, which is really that's good to hear because that that's not happening everywhere. I know that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so to bring our discussion to a close. Um, What do you hope people will learn from the COVID-19 pandemic and what do you hope will be the takeaway when this is all over?
1: I sincerely hope that the takeaway will be more awareness of, of what's going on around you. I think part of our society in recent years was pretty people were thinking of their own little world and and it's all about me kind of and and how am I going to manage and this is my world and we've reached way beyond that. We, we see it on television, we see we understand more about the workers that are doing things for us. We see it all the healthcare workers, the EMT, everybody that's out there, the police, the firemen, we're seeing more of their world than we ever did before. We know we're getting to understand and so I think we're going to have a better understanding of the people that are helping and we need to be more more aware after COVID we can't stop watching how our neighbours are doing, making sure that we're not just living in our own little bubble. I think hopefully that's going to be the takeaway. And unfortunately, one of the takeaways someone has said to me might be less people might go into the caring professions and, and to mm-hmm. EMT and things after they see what their conditions have been. But I hope that doesn't happen. I hope we can stay positive and that people will enjoy helping. And certainly we need to be more aware of our neighbours, just like they were way in mm-hmm. the pioneer days. We've got to, we have to go back a bit. yeah
0: yeah, hopefully we come out of this with um more caring more understanding for each other and not just let things go by so i really like that that's awesome so yeah s it has been a pleasure talking with you today and thank you for sharing your insights and experience with me and thank you for tuning into my podcast under the red and white carpet i'm molly McEwen. until next
1: time it was a pleasure molly thank you